0: well hello again and welcome again to a another podcast uh down to earth but heavenly minded and uh we're moving right along and i guess we're in lesson number 17 yep 17 now before i start i know that this didn't affect those on the audio uh, portion of my podcast but uh on the video portion uh I apologize, my video was froze up yesterday, and I'm going to just let it go through because it isn't important that, uh, you look at me, it's important, the lesson itself, and the lesson was okay, it was just, uh, the video portion of myself, and, uh, so I just let it go through on the video portion, so with that apology, I am going to, uh, start the, uh, next lesson, and, uh, we are, uh, like I say, in uh, in the next lesson here, and it, last time we, we got together, we were looking at listening to wisdom. And part of listening to wisdom is that wisdom delivers. And uh, when we become wise, we receive heavy-duty protection and deliverance. Uh, but it's important to realize how this protection works it uh, we have to be uh, involved in it so uh, discretion will watch over you understanding will guard you and that's the portion of scripture in uh, Proverbs 2 11 it is not as though we may uh, continue our foolish ways and then hope for a sudden miraculous rescue uh, from the, the their consequences lord I cheated on my taxes, and now the IRS is after me. Deliver me from their persecution. Well, wisdom uh, threats in uh, Proverbs 128 shouldn't have rid us from such a concept. We should have known better, and uh, I will share something with you. Uh, Talking about the IRS, before I was a Christian, I failed to pay taxes and ran up a big big bill with them. I really did. The bill got so big, I couldn't pay it. You know, with all the penalties and interest and everything else. So when I became a Christian, I was going to file bankruptcy. I figured there was no other way. Uh, not even thinking that the IRS would not let me do this. I mean, you can't file bankruptcy on taxes. Uh, there's a law against that. Well, a brother in Christ asked me, do you think the Lord wants you to do this? I said, no. So here's what I did. I sat down and I wrote a letter to the IRS and I told them I had become a Christian and I would like to pay the bill, but didn't know how that was was possible, seeing that I might not live long enough to earn enough money to pay it. And that was the truth. There was no way on my salary that I could have paid uh, this bill off in, you know, a few lifetimes. So, I sat down and wrote him a letter. Well, the IRS got back to me uh, and mailed me a bunch of forms to fill out, you know, financial stuff. So, I filled them all out and I mailed them back and prayed about them. The IRS settled for five cents on a dollar and dropped all the penalties and interest. But even with that, uh, I was still, it was still a lot of money to pay. I had to come up with it. So I went to the bank and I told them, uh, the truth. I told them my problem and that, and they gave me a loan, believe it or not. I had to pay it back, but I got the IRS bill out of the way. I didn't hope for a sudden miraculous rescue, uh, from my debt, but had to pay the consequences but uh in a way it seemed to me a miraculous thing how god worked it all out for me so you know god does work in mysterious ways well even in a situation like this i was very grateful to god but i i I believe i used wisdom and uh this was something that i occurred before i was a christian now, in Proverbs 2.11, it is clear that the promised delivery is more mundane than it is miraculous. It goes like this. When we listen to wisdom, God gives us discretion. He uh, changes our heart so that we desire what He desires. That's when we act according to God's desires, employing our God-given uh, discretion. Uh, to our daily decisions we face. We make different choices that result in different consequences. Instead of racing headfirst towards suffering and pain, we act in a more life-giving way. We will choose not to do evil, harmful things, and to do good and stable things. Well, we'll look at what discretion delivers us from. And the next we will look at what discretion delivers us for. To understand this, read the rest of Proverbs 2 verses 11 through 22 to see for yourself. Now, wisdom delivers us from evil people. Well, wisdom delivers by enabling us to make different choices. I gotta just have a little drink of coffee here. My throat is getting scratchy. Mm. Oh, and that's good hot coffee too. Well, delivering you from the ways of evil from men that perceive uh, perverted, perverted speech who forsake the path of unrighteousness to walk in the ways of darkness who rejoice in doing evil and delight in the pervertedness of evil. Men whose paths are crooked and who are devious in their ways. Uh, Proverbs uh, 2, verses 12 through 15. Okay, deliverance from evil people. A uh, discerning godly person will choose not to join evildoers in their evil evildoings. Uh, this lifestyle means rejecting hurtful speech, uh, deceitful cover-ups, uh, godly uh, delights, godless de- delights, and devious behavior. And we find this in in Proverbs 2. The wise person knows that the most dangerous of all potential influences are those who claim to follow God, who by their actions have forsaken his ways, Proverbs uh, 2.13. I'll give you an example. Before I was a Christian, I did things that were wrong and dishonest and tried to justify them by making excuses. I was self-employed and told myself I had to do them to make money to stay in business. Now I know a lot of so-called Christians doing the same thing. I know this is not following wisdom. Ask yourself, if you found a wallet full of money, would you return it? Or would you take the money and dispose of the, you know, the wallet and the IDs and all that stuff? To take the wrong course of action would be uh, unacceptable to me and to God. If someone tries to tell you a wrong is right, do not listen to them. There are many evil people in the world, so-called Christians and non-Christians alike, that will tell you it is all right to do wrong things. Remember, we have three enemies, the world, the devil, and the flesh. Sometimes the devil will bring people into your lives to deceive you, And other times, it's your flesh or even the world's way of thinking that will deceive you. The point is, we have to make uh, difficult choices. Part of that choice involves not being influenced by outward, godly, but inwardly deceptive approaches to situations. Those who have heard and received God's wisdom are equipped uh, to label the way of evil correctly so that they can avoid it and its consequences. Now, wisdom delivers also from an adulterous people, and that's what it tells us in this portion of uh, Proverbs. We saw that wisdom delivers from evil people, Proverbs 2. Moving on, yet another deliverance that occurs when we make different choices. Now, let's read Proverbs 2, 16 through 19. Excuse me. So you will deliver from the forbidden woman, from the adulteress, and her smooth words, who forsake the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God, for her house sinks deep into death and her path to the depart. Uh, none who go down to her come back, nor do they uh, again uh, regain the path of life. In other words, once you take that path, there's no turning around. There's no no coming back. Uh, Deliverance from an adulterous people, an understanding person, will choose not to engage in any sexual activities with anyone but their spouse. This lifestyle means avoiding even flirtation speeches, uh, Proverbs 2.16, and emotional uh, intimacy and companionship. 217. God desires ironic activities to build one, oneness in marriage. It's designed that way. Uh, pers- uh, pursuing a sexual relationship outside of marriage results in a type of death. and We've seen that in 218. That leaves a lasting stain in one's history and memory. Like I say, there's no turning back. There's no changing it. Uh, that's in 219. A failure to repent of such a a lifestyle will ultimately lead to everlasting death in hell. We must understand that Solomon's warning is not limited to sexual intercourse with a married person. Uh, One overly, literally, way of interpreting going to an adulteress. All sexual activities is well sexual. Uh, thus, all sexual activities and flirtation of speech in someone other than your spouse is included in Solomon's warning. The discerning person will stay far from that path, uh, delighting in God's generous plan of for marriage. Solomon gives much more detail on this in proverbs five and seven, and we will look at that as we when we get to it. Note that as with the first category, the most dangerous and deceitful relationship can be with those who attend church and who claim to fellowship uh, uh, with the Lord. Uh, You know, some people who would never consider something clearly immoral, like spending the night with a prostitute, will give themselves to various forms of sexual activity with other people or other persons who have a smattering of religious commitment. So, even religious people, we have to be very cautious with. Uh, in his perspective, uh, satire, uh, Douglas Wilson, who was a writer, illustrated such a scene through the eyes of a fictional pastor, you know, a youth pastor. And this is how it goes every month or so. The stress of uh, youth ministry, dealing with the kids and all their issues, would get to Johnny. So he, and I'm using just names here; uh, these aren't real people, but this can happen. And so he would head over to uh, Brandy's apartment to have her give him a neck rub, followed by a uh, her specialty back rubs. But uh, something, somehow her giving him a back rub always turned to him giving her a front rub and they would fall again well brandy gave him a few back rubs back when she was a student as a youth in the youth group and brought them uh close to the edge but honestly honestly there was no front rubs until after her graduation <coughs> That means that when they finally followed the manner of all the earth, they were not violating the professional standards of youth ministry, but rather simply the seventh item of the ancient list, which was from the Old Testament ways. So we know that by doing this, put himself in harm's way, here in Proverbs two sixteen and nineteen, the adulterous woman forget the covenant of her gods. Proverbs two seventeen. In chapter seven, she somehow who offers sacrifices to God's temple, and we'll see that when we get to Proverbs seven fourteen. So we can see that in some sense, she was uh, indeed a member of the community of God's people, such people can be chief among those who uh, offer temptations. We must constantly guard our hearts and set up the boundaries for healthy relationships. The wise, whether male or female, will exercise discernment and turn from the forbidden woman. Well, that's probably a good place for us to end, and we will end... until I get together again on my next podcast, uh, I hope you're well and that you're uh, learning uh, how to listen to wisdom and how to react to wisdom and look at all the benefits that being wise offers us. And one of them is this discretion and discernment, especially with somebody of the opposite sex. And, uh, it's very important that we keep ourselves pure uh because God is holy, we are to be we're called to be holy as well. And I'm gonna end my podcast here. Now we know that God is out here, that you can find him. He's in your Bible. So pick up your Bible and read the Word of God. And with that said, I'm just gonna close my podcast and have a great day. Lord bless. Till next time. Bye.